episode of currently binging the podcast about all things tv and movies if you're listening for the first time welcome make sure you hit that subscribe button or whatever platform you're listening to my voice on also take a few extra seconds to rate and comment all greatly appreciate it this is a solo hosted show it is just me i'm going to repeat myself there are going to be all types of spoilers for like anything related to this show we are discussing love victor so like spoilers for season one and season two of love victor even potentially spoilers for love simon even though right now i'm like i don't even know what i would talk about from love simon but just putting it out there there will be spoilers um and yeah hopefully you guys cannot hear the multitude of fans that are going on (laughs) where i am because it is hot af where i live which is california and if you live in california then you know for the most part People don't have AC, so you have to have the fans going. So, usually I would cut the fans off, but it is way too hot to turn the fans off. So, there's that. But, like I said, we are discussing Love, Victor. I'm excited to talk about Love, Victor. I feel like this is, I kind of feel, I feel like I have to say this all the time, every year. (laughs) But, at least on the streaming side of things, it it feels like this is the year of endings. We have Peaky Blinders, which is had their final season and don't worry I am discussing the final season of Peaky Blinders it is actually dropping after this episode and it's dropping off schedule so it's not dropping on a Wednesday it is dropping between this episode and the episode after Peaky Blinders which would drop on like the next Wednesday so make sure you are subscribed so you know when it drops but yeah we have Peaky Blinders and then we have Love Victor I honestly think we could have got like one more potentially two more seasons of love victor and i'm going to tell you why because they're in high school and as we were going through this this season and when victor and even um i was going to call him benji but felix was like oh our our one year friend anniversary i was like it's only been one year we covered one year in three seasons seems insane to me and like time has not been moving <laughs> And I think there's more like at least we could have finished out their high school because at this point I believe they're juniors so I feel like maybe even one more season to get through senior year and then kind of see them off. I would not have been mad at that. You guys know I usually don't say like oh we need more seasons but I think just to wrap it up even though we I do feel like we got an ending for Love Victor I don't feel like there were I mean I'm trying to think before I say this. It could come up later, but as I'm sitting here, I don't think there were any blaring, meteor-sized um, plot holes that we didn't fulfill. I mean, I feel like we just got a very happy, wrapped-up type of a bow. So um, let's get into this final season, season three of Love, Victor. It was eight episodes. The one thing we have to talk about, if you have listened, I highly suggest you go and listen to my season one and season two thoughts because those episodes are out there. And do know that I'm a Love Victor stan. (laughs) So it's usually just a lot of love festing going on. And I mean, it's the final season. It's going to be more of that. But I do have some things that are like not all. I mean, it's not that, but it's like. I'm not going to just be sitting here gushing. There are some things that I do want to hit on. Um, one of them being, so if you've listened to my previous episodes on the previous seasons, then you would know that I have always questioned why Love Victor was pulled from Disney Plus. So we 
know, especially if you listen to my season one um, thoughts, because I talked about it more there. But Love, Victor was originally supposed to drop on Disney+. Plus. Then the peeps at Disney got a little scared and were like, oh, I don't know. We may get pushed back. And this was around the time where they had just um, bought Fox. And so they had Hulu. And they were like, okay, we're going to pull it from Disney+. Plus. We're going to drop it on Hulu. I said season one. I don't understand. Like, I thought season one was super cute, adorable, really PG, like <laughs> hardcore PG. And I was just like, I don't understand why they pulled this. I feel like it should be on Disney Plus, especially for the age range that I feel like they're targeting. Um, it would make sense. And you got, if you're new here, we're going to talk to you because if you're not new, you already know what I'm going to say. But if you're new here, if you have children, you should be monitoring what those kids are watching. And like, you should know what your kids are watching Disney Plus. I've mentioned this in some previous Disney Plus um, episodes that I've for shows I've discussed this year, they have new controls that they release. You can put a pin on <laughs> your freaking profile. You can set uh, rating restrictions on your children's channels. Like, if you have kids, you should know what they're watching. I don't care how old they are. You should know what your kids are watching. You should be able to monitor it. And if there's content where you feel like, oh, I don't know if you should watch that by yourself, then watch it with your kid. Let them ask you questions. If you don't have the answers, try to get find the answers for them but like I just feel like all this oh putting the control in the hands of people outside of your home has always felt weird to me um and so I feel like if if it's your household if, if it's your children you should know what they're watching you should monitor it and go from there so all that being said Season two came around, still was on Hulu. Then I had posed the question because I was seeing marketing and I was seeing like Disney Plus on it. I was like, oh, it's not on Disney Plus, it's only on Hulu. And then realized that in other countries, they were showing Love, Victor on Disney Plus. But in America, <laughs> because, you know, we're America, um, they were showing it on Hulu. And I was like, that is so weird. I just don't understand. And even season two, I talked about this. You can go back and you can listen to it if you need the receipts. But I was like, even though that felt like they tried to push it a little bit further with Victor and like all the kids trying to explore like sex and stuff like that, I still didn't feel like it was that, not harsh, but that um, big of a deal or big of a blocker enough that they should keep it off of Disney+. Plus. To me, it was still giving me very much a PG, this could be on the Disney Channel type of a show. <laughs> I was not understanding it. Then this season drops. It's the final season. I go to play it because you guys know I haven't been keeping up with all the news things because there's just too much going on <laughs> in both the entertainment world and in the normal world. But um, I don't I don't catch everything as early as I used to. So I missed that this was also dropped. The third season was not only dropping on Hulu, but was also dropping on Disney Plus. And they were releasing all three seasons on Disney Plus in America. And I said... OMG. <laughs> so I didn't even know this until I went and sat down and went to press play because you guys know I have like the Apple TV. So on the Apple TV app, everything that you watched outside of Netflix shows up in your um, like continue watching row at the very, very top. So anytime a new season drops for a show, if you've been watching it, it will show up 
in that first row. And so Love, Victor was there. I went to click on it. When you click on it, it just automatically opens it in the app that it's from. And it was open in Disney Plus. And I was like, what is going on here? Pause. I, I immediately was like, time out. <laughs> went in Google search. And that's when I found out that they were dropping all the Love, Victor seasons on Disney Plus, as well as on Hulu. And they were talking about how um, the people at Disney, how, because, you know, Love I feel like Love Victor always drops in June, which June is Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. It is still Pride Month. Um, but um, Love Victor always drops in June. And they were just saying, like, um, it makes sense to make this content accessible to their target audience on the Disney Plus app. They feel like it has a home on the Disney Plus app. I was like, oh my gosh, you guys, I don't understand why it took you three seasons to realize that it should have been on Disney Plus all along. But we all know, I mean, I don't know what like was going behind the decisioning, but we know that the world has been crazy recently, especially when it comes to issues related to the LGBTQ plus or LGBTQIA plus uh, community. So, there is that but i was like oh my gosh i'm so happy that they're also dropping it on disney plus so then i was like do i watch it on disney plus to support and show that people want to watch it on disney plus or do i continue to watch it on hulu so i just watched it on disney plus but <laughs> i was happy to see it there so let me know which platform you watched it on was it disney plus or was it hulu were you happy as me if you have disney plus to see it on disney plus i'm just so happy that this show is on disney plus where it should have been since season one i don't understand i really don't understand why the show was never on disney plus from season one why they pulled it from disney plus the content for both season one season two and season three have been so pg like i don't understand i don't understand but Outside of that, love Victor. You guys know I love the show. I love the cast. Um, this pre is a pre-Heartstopper show. So this is the original um, show where I like, gosh, I was like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. Everyone's so cute. Like everyone looks like they're in high school. And that was another thing that came up when I was reading why they this was the last season. And they were like, oh, when we started, these kids were like in their early 20s. I think um, the guy who plays... Victor, which let me pull up his name. His last name is coming. Yeah, I did have the right first name. Michael. Um, oh my gosh, I haven't heard him say his last name in a while. So we're not going to say it because I might say it wrong. But I feel like he was in his like late teens when season one dropped. But either way, everyone looks so young, like they were supposed to be in high school. The only one I could say who like was giving me could be a senior in high school. <laughs> was Andrew because <laughs> he just seems so he like comes off older than the rest of them for sure but it's like everyone looks like they're in high school um and yeah so I have always loved Love Victor I think it is a great show just like not even just because the um the story is around someone in the lgbtqi community but it's just a great story and a great anyone can relate to any aspect of any story that's going on 
And there's so many different um, stories that we're following within Love, Victor. And that has been one of the things that I've talked about since season one. Season one was mostly around Victor, which made sense because it was his, like, coming out story. But I was like, I want to see more from the rest of these kids. Like, I love the friendships and all that stuff. Oh, you know what I needed to um, read? So, <laughs> Hulu. <laughs> Because um, I do get like the emails from Hulu when they're like, oh, you should watch this on Hulu or continue watching like from shows that I watch that are back. And I saw the Love Victor one. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so, this is like a perfect little barb. <laughs> it was like, uh, Love Victor, like with the little picture. This is an email now from Hulu. And the head was, or the header, I should say, was Ding Dong, it's love. And then the deck or the copy was we last saw Victor knocking on the door of the boy he loves, but is it who you think it is? Be a part of love and self-discovery as Victor and our hashtag goals friend group go full circle to truly define themselves beyond school. Oops. Beyond school and romance in the final season of Love, Victor. I was like, oh my gosh, that was such a perfect little blurb. <laughs> it was so cute. So I thought that that was um, adorable and a great like little summary of kind of, oh yeah, this is where we left off. And we got the recap at the beginning. And I was like, did we get a recap before? You guys know how I feel when we don't get a recap at the beginning of the season. Because sometimes these seasons, it'd be so long between the seasons. It's like, what happened last season? But last we left off, Victor had to choose between um, Benji and Raheem. I meant to go back and listen to what I said that I wanted to see in this next season. At that time, I can't even remember if they said that it would be the final season or if we knew it would be the final season or if we even knew that we had a third season. Um, but Love, Victor has been pretty consistent in dropping like literally every summer, like back to back to back and was kind of got us through <laughs> the pandemic and now we're coming out of the pandemic with this final season but anyway um so of course he chose Benji which to me it never like Raheem okay but it never made sense to me for Victor to choose Raheem just because this just seemed like Benji and Victor were like in game <laughs> versus Victor and Raheem Oh, one of the things I did say that I wanted to see was like Victor have his own like friend group of people who are also like in the LGBTQ community and who he can relate to. Because there was one scene that happened. Um, I can't remember if it was season two or season one where I was like, oh, he just needs to. I feel like it was season one when he went to New York. But I feel like something happened in season two and it's just not coming to my, my mind at the moment. But um, it was literally like, oh, I want him to have his own like friend group. Like I love his friends. You guys know how I feel about Victor and Felix. I love them. I think Felix is the most genuinely, adorably nice character in this entire season. Like there is just, you can't hate Victor or Victor. You can't hate Felix. And if you do, then there's something wrong with you because he is just the character these are not real people but the character he was like a genuinely nice caring person and it just comes off so strong on screen like i we don't do felix hate over here but um outside of that i was like oh i want to see him um, have more friends just to, like 
have there are things you can relate he can relate to with his friend group that he has even though there's more to explore now because um we do see what's her name lake actually explore a relationship with lucy and she doesn't put a label on it um which i appreciate as well because i feel like we're always so fixated on labeling people or making people label themselves but like was just like i don't know what i don't know what i am but this is what i want right now and it's like yes like tell the people tell the people um but yeah and so we kind of got to see that friend group build um with Raheem even though Victor and Raheem even though at the beginning Raheem was like no <laughs> no because he felt some type of way after Victor stood him up and he like waited all night for him and he didn't show up and he gave him hell for it but then they eventually were able to get over it because Victor and we're gonna get into Victor because like I love Victor but I had some moments where I was like <laughs> Victor <laughs> but um but they got through it and it was great to see their friendship like evolve and then Raheem also got to get like his own little relationship which I I feel if you listen for a while you're probably gonna be like I feel like she always says that she saw something coming but they just make it so obvious guys they really really do I said I need to stop saying guys but it's so hard because it's so heavily ingrained in my vocabulary but um she or they make it so easy for us to see what is coming because in that episode when they're at um Mia's house for that for the house party and Victor is trying to talk to Raheem Raheem is like no I don't want to talk to you all this other stuff and then he ends up there was a moment when the drink spilled I can't remember if it spilled on Raheem or if it spilled on um the guy who he ends up dating, which I did not write his name down. Um, but you guys know who I'm talking about. Uh, but that whole thing, and I was like, oh, wait, is this because we remember when his mom, when he was waiting for Victor and Victor didn't show up, and then his mom was like, oh, you should go and pray or whatever. Like, you will, like, for whoever it is that you're supposed to get or whatever, like that. And then after that, we have that whole scene, and then the drink spills. And then it was the way that he, the guy looked at Raheem and I was like, wait a minute, is this the moment where Raheem gets his person? But then it kind of like went away and then we see him later on at the restaurant and he's the waiter and Raheem was just talking about having a meet cute. And then he's like, again, spills the drink. I think Raheem spilled the drink on him and then he spilled the drink on Raheem at the restaurant. And then Raheem went to like go clean himself up and was talking to him. He was like, yeah, uh like clearly being like referencing when Raheem spilled the drink on him at the party and he felt like that was his moment but then nothing happened and then he was flirting with him I was like oh my gosh you guys they just make it so easy oh my gosh I said it again they just make it so easy <laughs> so I saw that one coming I really did I mean it was so obvious early on and then you kind of forgot about it until the, they were at the restaurant. I was like, oh, yeah, that did happen. But anyway, Mia and Andrew. 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 <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> when he said that, when he went with Mia to California when her baby brother was born, 
and he said that he missed the game where recruiters were to be with Mia. I was like, oh my gosh, where's Andrew's parents? Now, one thing I do know that I mentioned a specifically last season that I wanted to see in this season was I felt like one of the people, like we've gotten backstory from, we had gotten backstory from everyone um, by the end of season two, at least everyone in the friend group, except Andrew. Andrew has always been a mystery to me. Andrew is still a mystery to me. His home life, I want to know about it. His thoughts, his decision making skills, like I want to know everything. And I feel like that, if I had to say there was one miss in wrapping up the season, it was Andrew. Because we only really got to know Andrew in relation to Mia and in relation to the rest of the group, but never like on his own. And I feel like that would have helped with us being able to um, gain insight into why he was making some of the decisions that he was making when it came to Mia. Because I was just like, <laughs> oh my gosh, every time I talk about these kids shows, <laughs> I feel like I say this, <laughs> but y'all already know how I feel about high school relationships. I feel like your t high school, college, like 20s, that was time for you, teenage and 20, and, and blah, blah, blah. your teenage years and in your 20s is your time for you to figure out who you are, what you want, what you like. Don't like chain yourself to someone. And I felt assaulted <laughs> when, um, oh my gosh, where was, when did that happen? Like I felt personally attacked in episode two when Andrew was talking see this is perfect because this is when he was talking to Mia um and she was talking about this was before she knew if she was going to be able to stay in Creekwood um and because like her father and um her stepmom whose name I can't remember at the moment <laughs> but I know she's played by Sophia Bush um or Sophie Sophia Bush <laughs> but this was before they actually moved moved and they were trying to figure out their relationship and Andrew's like and I wrote this down because I felt personally attacked when he said this I know high school relationships are blind everyone thinks they have an expiration date I was like oh my gosh are you guys trying to call me out because you knew that that is what I was gonna say but I'm sorry I'm gonna say the same thing every single relationship Mia Andrew Lake Lucy Victor freaking Benji like all of them <laughs> like, in high school you feel like you are the the shining star life evolves around you but there is life after high school there's life after high school you will meet new people outside of high school <laughs> don't believe me go listen to my all-american episode <laughs> I talk about it a lot there <laughs> you will meet people after high school so you shouldn't like tie your future to this one person i'm always going to say it regardless of what anyone says i'm always going to say that but i thought it was interesting that everyone had their moment where they were making a mature decision to be like oh we're young like let's just break here and go our separate ways mia made that decision for when she decided to move back to california um lake made that decision when lucy was talking about moving to Portland and I literally wrote I was like let me find it you guys know I got my notes because you know we binge this 
where was it? I literally was like, uh, essentially, I'm trying to find it. I know I wrote it down. Oh, I was like, these kids are very mature. I'm just saying, they really were mature. And then they turned around and were like, um, Victor had his like um, award speech where he essentially was like, embrace the scary. And then everyone was like, I'm embracing the scary. <laughs> and reversed their decisions and decided to try to make their relationships work. I was like, oh, even though I thought Victor's speech was like a very good speech and very, like a very Victor speech and from the heart. And I was like, oh, I get it. That makes sense. Like, even I was sitting there like, oh my gosh, Eva, embrace the scary. <laughs> but that made all the kids be like, oh, I'm gonna embrace the scary and I'm gonna try to make this relationship work even though I'm scared that it may not work. Which I mean, that's a great approach to have to life. But I'm, <laughs> I'm here to tell you, nine times out of 10, it's probably not gonna work out. But I feel, I see where you were trying to go. Um, let's see. What else happened? So we talked, oh, Diego. No, 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 Lucas and Diego. So let's talk about Victor and um, Benji. So we found out last season that Benji was dealing with um, being alcoholic and he was in recovery and we knew he had this big like accident. We didn't know much about it. This season, we got to find out everything about the accident, how it manifested. Um, we got to see more of his relationship between his father specifically and as we're navigating all of this we see his father show up at um Benji's show up at Victor's house uh after so at the very beginning after Victor is like you guys know I hate recapping the show because we all just watched it <laughs> but I feel like sometimes I have to do it so we all know where I'm going um but so Victor has showed up at his house. We're back at the beginning of the season. It's like, Benji, I choose you. And Victor's like, oh, I want to show you something. Can you drive? So they go and they drive back to the school to the bench where they first had, where they had their first kiss. And they're back in the car. There's a um, sobriety, what is, what was it? Sobriety truck? I don't think I wrote it down. I've never seen one of these before and I've lived in various places across the United States and I was like is this a real thing do they really do this I mean maybe maybe it's something more recent um and I, ha I have not had a car in the last eight or ten years actually or 11 years I haven't had a car in the last 11 years but I have driven a car in the last 11 years but I've just never seen one of these truck things so they had that Benji tells um Victor that he had been drinking and so Victor's like oh let's switch seats Victor they get back to Benji's house and Victor's like oh we can just like keep it to ourselves we don't need to tell anyone but you know Benji's going through the process of trying to be a sober person and he can't keep the secret so he ends up telling his father but the thing that he left out to Victor, because he told Victor, like, oh, I have been drinking that night because of, like, he saw um, Victor and Raheem kissing and that kind of, like, triggered him. And, like, they had a, a struggle, a struggle season last season, Victor and <laughs> Benji. And so, um, 
he was like, yeah, it was that one time. But then come to find out when he tells his father, he has actually been drinking anytime he gets anxiety or whatever. I'm like, you guys, if you, if you listen for a while, then you probably know what I'm going to say. Are, is, is he speaks to a therapist? Is there a therapy involved? It seems like maybe that should be something in addition to like everything he's going to stay sober. Um, like needing someone or is, is your, um, sponsor supposed to act as a person but I don't know I mean I feel like it's good to have your sponsor but then also have someone like a therapist who you can talk to and like talk some things out but essentially um they had the whole moment where Benji goes off to rehab he comes back which I figured this was going to happen because you know you go to rehab you like they're like you got these steps and things you got to go through and usually when you're going through rehab and the steps to recover and, and be a sober person they usually tell you not to be in a relationship um because they're usually like that relationship becomes like some your dependency so now you're not depending on like the alcohol or the drugs or whatever it was that you were depending on before and you're like depending on this relationship so like there's this whole thing where it's like oh don't be in a relationship so i figured when he came back he was gonna be like oh we can't be together which is essentially what he said but then we have the moment when they're both Victor went through a lot <laughs> during their break moment or the moment or their season of not being together. Uh, he met him, a little boy toy, <laughs> which Victor does confirm later that they didn't do, they didn't have actual sex, but they did everything else outside of that because he had an STD scare moment. And I was like, Victor, <laughs> no one is telling you about protection I feel like that would have been a, a good learning moment in the episode to be like oh you need to be protecting yourself if you're going to be sexually active and not just be like oh he got um the rashes from poison ivy like that could have been a learning moment <laughs> but I was just like Victor seriously seriously no like there's no there's no one anyone being like oh safe sex that's how you protect yourself like what is going on here um and that was a missed moment, I have to say. That was a missed moment. But, um, so then he decides to do the whole app thing, meets the guy on the app, and come to find out when they go to the drag show, to see the drag show, it actually ends up being Benji, which, shout out Eureka. Saw Eureka. Eureka is hilarious. But that whole moment when, um, she offers Benji the shot, and Benji's like, oh, I don't drink. And then she's like, oh, more more shots for me or something like that that moment felt a little weird <laughs> not going to lie <laughs> but um so then Benji's father saw them together when Victor walked Benji home and he goes to his house and is like stay away from my son and we're also seeing the flashbacks um I think the episode after that was it I didn't write down. I think it was the episode after that. But essentially, we see, like, the whole backstory of what happened with the car accident, what triggered um, Benji to get in the accident to be drinking because he was, like, trying to hide himself. Um, he was scared to come out because he, he overheard what his father would say when he thought that he was, like, could be gay. And I was sitting there, I was like, well, it seems like Victor's not your trigger, it's your parents, specifically your father. <laughs> so Benji comes to that realization himself by the end of it after he finds out like 
everything that um, after like Victor goes to his house or so many things happen in a short amount of time. So Benji meets up with Victor because he sees him with his new boo and he's like, oh, like the only way that I can can be a sane person is to not live here and with you knowing that I can't be with you. So I'm going to boarding school. It's like, oh my gosh, this is so high school dramatic. But it's like I'm going to boarding school. So peace out. And then ben, and then Victor goes, he accepts his um, a Brave Award, which is interesting. But we also got the awesome speech. And then he goes in to Benji to stop him from going to boarding school. And that's when Benji finds out that his father went to his house. And so then that um, then makes Benji have the conversation with his father and realize that his father and his parents, specifically his father, is the one who has been triggering him to drink. <sighs> that was a mouthful. <laughs> All that to say, we end the season where we begin the series, or we end the series where we, where we began the series, where we began just the love in general, even with Love, Simon, um, we ended at the, at the, I wrote this down because I was like, I'm going to forget what this is called, at the Winter Carnival. We end Love, Simon at the Winter Carnival. We get the Winter Carnival in season one of Love, Victor. It's only right that we end the series at the carnival on the fair as well. And you, you know, you know Benji's going to show up on that Ferris wheel when Victor goes and is like, oh, I'm gonna ride the ride by myself. And we're sitting there looking at the screen like Victor. Seriously, seriously. And Benji shows up and tells him all of his revelations and he is going to stay in Creekwood and they're gonna to be together. It's just like, oh my gosh, the cutest little bow on the cutest little show, like on anything. <laughs> But I thought that that was a very, very um, satisfying ending. And I wish we could like see what happens for the rest of high school. I mean, they have like one one more year, but you know, it is what it is. Um, what else did I want to talk about that happened this season? Um, I love that we got to see Lake and her relationship with Lucy and get like a different um, perspective where it wasn't so much around her like coming out because again she was like I'm not putting a label on it I don't know what I am but just to see that relationship on screen I appreciate it um also we have to talk about the Salazar family <laughs> which um what's their names Armando and Isabel back together and he's moved back in the house and Isabel is trying to be a supportive mom of a gay son and she's going to the um the P flag meetings which her first meeting I'm not gonna lie that that lady that woman's story <laughs> of why she was there I was just like oh my gosh I would have been like are you serious is this a true story like it makes no sense but you know I feel like it was just there to like have a um laugh moment and to give Isabel something to be like oh against but we also got to see her trying to be like a matchmaker at church which is how Victor ends up with his boy toy turned boyfriend turned 
ex who ends up being with the kid who was closeted who Victor wanted to help and this was like during the Agent of Chaos episode where Victor was like am I just like causing everyone's life to go into disarray and he tried to help the kid and the kid was like I don't need your help <laughs> and then we got to see freaking um what's her name Pilar <laughs> P I'm, the one thing I'm gonna miss I think the most is Pilar's one-liners because that girl comes with the one-liners all the time. It was one episode where I was just like, where did she say it? But I was just like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. I was like, OMG, Pilar and the one-liners. Because they were just, it was episode three uh, when Isabel was trying to set up Victor with the boy from church. And I was just like, oh my gosh, she's coming in rapid fire. And it's just so funny. <laughs> so I appreciated that. And then also like seeing her relationship with Felix and how they were navigating that and getting to see more home life of Felix because his mom was back um, and doing better on the right medication. So seeing how he navigated that, navigating her being in a relationship with someone and him having to like, now play the role of the son and not necessarily the role of the parent um and how she like came to that realization when she realized he was keeping things from her because he didn't want to trigger her specifically when it came to him and pilar um breaking up which i thought their relationship was interesting but i'm glad that felix can still feel like he's part of the salazar family because being, I mean, we saw it in season one, which is why I'm like, oh my gosh, I just think that Felix is such a great character. <laughs> I feel like I gushed about him so much in, in season one. But um, we saw when they moved, first moved into the building and Felix was like itching for a friend and really wanted to make Victor his friend and just seeing like how much their friendship has grown over the season and how much of a um, pillar, not pillar, but like, a solid I don't I'm, I'm running out of um what's the word I can't think of anything to relate him to but he's like a solid figure in the Salazar family even when they had the moment where they found out um Pilar's parents found out that she and Felix were seeing each other and they had their moment but then Isabel was like but it's Felix like we know Felix <laughs> And it was more so them not being able to trust. I felt to me, it seemed like they more so didn't trust um, Pilar versus Felix because it's Felix. <laughs> but um, seeing like his relationship and how he has just become such a fixture in that family. And even though he and Pilar broke up, she still, when they were at the carnival and they were like, oh, we're going to take a family photo. And like, even she came to a realization of like understanding why he made the choices that he made when it came to um, him choosing to want to take a break while they let her parents cool down versus like trying to push it because he just didn't want to compromise that relationship. And then her finally coming to that realization. But them, but having that moment and her like acknowledging that and that she understands and then being like, oh, come take a picture with us because you are part of our family. I was like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. <laughs> I can't even do. Um, 
I feel like that was the first I can't even know of the entire episode. It might be the only one. <laughs> what else did I want to talk about? I talked about, yeah, I talked about that I can't believe this is the final season. Talked about we got a recap. Talked about it being on Disney Plus in the U.S. I hit on all of the kids. I literally have to always write all their names out just so I don't forget any of them. <laughs> I was seeing things about people being, there, people being like, oh, if there's a spinoff, like when it focused on Raheem. But I just feel like it's weird to do a spinoff because they're all still in high school. It's not like they were graduating high school. They're like juniors in high school. So they still have another year. Doesn't make sense to do a spinoff and focus on Raheem. But apparently, like, that's still open that there could for them to spin it off. But I do want to say, I think that this was definitely a groundbreaking show, at least to my memory. And I could be um, forgetting a show. But to my knowledge, this is the first teen show on this level that the, where the lead was a gay character gay queer character lgbtqia character <laughs> i feel like i always have to say say all versions to cover my bases um but yeah i feel like this was the first show in the u.s i should say because i don't know what's going on in anywhere else <laughs> at all <laughs> clearly i don't when i talk about uh, like talk about like all the shows in the uk i'm like i don't know what's going on where you live but this is how I'm interpreting it but in the U.S. this to my knowledge this is the first show with um where the lead is gay and it focuses on um stories in the LGBTQI a plus community um and I thought that it was done very well again anyone of any age could watch it I felt like it was the stories were told in a very relatable way that regardless of who you are or how you identify, like you could relate to the stories that were being told. And I feel like it was done in a caring way. And it wasn't like put out there as a gimmick or to um, try to like turn it into make light of or make fun of. Because you know, sometimes like there'll be those stories or there'll be like a movie or I feel like it's more the movies than it, than it is a show where it's like it has to be super raunchy and very vulgar and like all of that like no this is very PG the entire time I if I had kids I will let my kids watch it um season one I will let my kids watch by themselves season two season three I would watch with my kids just because of now these kids are exploring like being sexually active um, more so, more so season two than I, well, no, season three as well, because Victor had his whole, like, I'm in the streets <laughs> moment. <laughs> but, like, season one, I would let my kids watch by themselves, but I would still probably watch it with them. Like, I wouldn't have any worries for them. And when I say kids, I'm talking, like, kids 12, even 13 and under. So, like, preteen down, I would not, and then, like, if they're over eight, <laughs> I wouldn't mind them watching it, watching the first season by themselves. But like season two, season three, I would definitely watch it with them just because in case there are questions that they have um, that come up in 
so that me as a parent, I'm there to be able to help answer the, answer those questions and they're not like on the internets trying to find answers themselves. This is a this is a callback to Heartstoppers when he was searching, um, am I gay? And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know when my kids to search that. Because who knows what Google is going to spit out to them. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. Also, this is a plug to go watch Heartstopper on Netflix and then listen to my discussion because I love that show too. But yeah. Yeah, I think that's all I have to say. Definitely groundbreaking. Definitely happy to see it on Disney+. Plus. Um, sad is the last, the final season, but also happy with how we wrap things up. And yeah, I think that's all I have to say about Love, Victor. Um, but I do want to know what you guys thought about this final season, about the series as a whole. Let me know all the things and I will talk to you guys or talk to you all in the next episode. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currently Disney on Instagram and at currently on Twitter. Also hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcast on and I'll talk to you in the next one.